Hello and welcome back to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh. Movie Nosh. Movie Nosh. Um, this is episode two where we're going to be reviewing Ghost in Shell, as we say up north. Yeah. Um, first, I must say that with Movie Nosh, each week we, we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. Different movie feast. Did I say that wrong? No, I think you said it right. We said re sink our teeth. <laughs> Yeah, I think I it's guess because we're doing a Japanese film. It's, it's so late, I'm so tired already. We have technically seen this film before. Yeah. Anyway, cue theme music. That's not theme music. <laughs> So, uh, I guess my first question, Mike, is um, what was the film about? <sighs> um, so, 2017 Ghost in the Shell starring ScarJo. ScarJo? <sighs> a cyborg body with a, with a human brain. Uh-huh. This uh, woman has been, a, has been subject to a terrorist attack that has stripped her from her family and her memories. Um, and then she has been selected by a government... Um, Section called section section, section nine nine yeah. section nine. Um, of all the numbers to choose, they went for section nine. I know. Um, and she is this super soldier that they've created, um, and she can do all these all sorts of tricks, including stealth and talking without her. She's a ventriloquist, basically. Is 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 her one of her most powerful? Yeah, they have this thing they can talk to each other through their brains. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like having a mobile phone stuck in your head. It's like a better version of that film iBoy on Netflix that I've not seen but looks awful and has Maisie Williams in it. It's a a film about a a boy who somehow is involved in an explosion involving his phone and the phone gets stuck in his head. No, that's amazing. (laughs) Seriously. And the phone gets stuck in his head and he can do stuff like... I've not actually seen it so I don't know but I presume he gets the powers of going from loud to vibrate Oh and from God. being able to send emojis so but can, like real life ones with his face he can play snake with his eyes closed <laughs> um, involving a certain these? part of his body yeah, yeah. yeah who thinks of these films honestly I don't know I mean these people have <laughs> you can make anything on Netflix these oh, days it's just a load of bollocks anyway we're, get, we're getting off the topic um, so, so yeah it's a film about you know what yeah, originally the film so it's based on a, a an anime from way back when which is one of them biggest and best and most loved animes of all time which is also based on a manga but yeah. fun fact when um, love the original these, I love these fun facts I know, I'm full of them, it's the best it? part of the day yeah <laughs> um, when the original Ghost in the, Mich- in the Michelle did it again Ghost, Ghost in the in Michelle. Michelle that's the game we're going to play later <laughs> when the original Ghost in the Shell anime was made um, it was the most expensive anime ever made it cost them 10 million dollars to make which at the time was like, whoa, but these days is basically like pissing in a bucket in Hollywood, really. Yeah. That's amazing. So there was a lot, they, they put a lot on How it. How did they know it was going to be a success? Or was well, they it didn't, success? but they wanted it to be. It was a bit like just, um, no. not like the 2017 version of uh, Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> threw money at it, hoping it would be uh, Yeah, yeah, it didn't quite work. But no, the original like was groundbreaking, the, the anime, it, it was... Did you like the original? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, so my main complaint about the new one is the the whole one of the themes in it is it's this idea of the ghost in the shell is the ghost is your soul. It's your soul inside of a, 
body. It doesn't have to be a real one. It could be a mechanical one. Right. But the the problem is that this film had no soul. It's about <laughs> a shallow... An old star cast of gingers. Yeah, <laughs> it's about as shallow as my nappy. Oh, I'm just... glad you. I'm glad, I wasn't sure um, before we turned the mic on that you liked this film or not. I thought maybe you <laughs> it liked was, it. So it had a redeeming quality. It looks fucking sexy. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, that film is beautiful. It is good, isn't it? Um, but the again, photography's good. It's shallow. It's just like. And it's amazing you've used that word because I wrote that word down actually. As I was Did you? It. I said it's yeah. as shallow as my. It, well, I said it's it's got a very nice outer shell with not much uh, substance. And then I made I wrote down some shitty joke about my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, typical. But um, typical man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely gorgeous to look at. I said to you earlier today that the 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 color the color palette is very very pretty, and the use of light. It's so um, neon, isn't it? Yeah, and the cinematography is pretty, and I just, I just quite like. It. I mean, it's a sci-fi world. It's always going to appeal to me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it could be the worst film ever as long as I've got pretty colours and holograms. And what, what films did it remind you of visually? Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, every day, yeah. all day, every day. It does. Have you seen you? Well, I know you have because your wallpaper on your phone is this film, but the Blade Runner twenty forty nine trailer yeah, with yeah. those massive neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is taken straight from the original anime when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. We're saying, um, so the original anime Ghost in the Shell actually inspired a load of films, probably partly inspired Blade Runner, um, definitely inspired The Matrix. There's that story of the Wachowski brothers, who might not have been the Wachowski sisters, I'm not sure. Um, Mother and sister. Yeah. Um, I, I thought yeah. both of them had changed. I don't know. I, I anyway, saw... they went to the, the makers when they wanted to pitch The Matrix. They basically showed them Ghost in the Shell and went, we want to make that. But real, yeah, <laughs> they, they yeah. pretty much did it. Even the bit where the get the, oh, the plug in the back of the neck. USB Type C adapters in the back yeah. of the neck with fast charging and all that kind of stuff. Fast charging. <laughs> I know kung fu. There was a bit in the film actually where she kind of she wakes up and she goes to charge and she sort of stands on this thing and I thought it's exactly like the Borg from Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not a Trekkie. No, no. I've never, I've never seen a single episode of Star Trek. Fucking nerd. <laughs> no, never have. Um, no, when I, I showed this film to my brother when I, about 10 years ago, um, and this was after The Matrix came out, and he had read somewhere that The Matrix was based off, a lot, well, took, drew a lot of inspiration from Akira. When did, did Akira come out after this then? Uh, after Akira, Ghost in the Shell? No, no, Akira was 1988. When was the original Ghost in the Shell? 95. Oh, right. So Kira's first. Kira was first. Uh, and... Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, and after watching this film, my brother said that's absolutely bollocks uh, because The Matrix definitely drew near enough all of it from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I mean, you can't watch that film and not go, it's a bit like The Matrix, isn't it? The Matrix. Um, yeah. even, I mean, even the... Um, the, the the credits at the start aren't they like rolling script uh, like the rain thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty except, much except what the Wachowski brothers did which was impressively genius in fact and to make it different was that they had the script running vertically whereas mm -hmm. Ghost in the Shell had the script running horizontally oh my god I mean it's a brilliant uh, mind blown um, genius there by the Wachowski brother and sister you know it's worth mentioning the new microphone. Yeah. Um, because we've actually got a proper microphone now. A real mic, unlike the fake mic the I'm fake sat mic. next to right now. 
So, um, soulless ginger man. <laughs> it's all about that, isn't it? Ginger you know what? What's weird about this film? So I watched the original anime ages ago and just could not remember any of it. So what we did just now is we just just watched Ghost in the Shell 2.0, the kind of slightly updated animated version of the original one, mm. so we could properly compare it. Um, but watching the new one, the one with ScarJo, could not remember a single character's name. You know, yeah. I couldn't. It's I don't know whether that's a thing just with films in general recently because I found it with a lot of films I'm like I can't remember the people's names and I just go oh yeah Thingy's dad <laughs> you know yeah, the guy yeah. with the 5P looking eyes what's I mean, his name what was his name Batu Batu Baton this is how I feel about Game of Thrones far too many fucking characters yeah, yeah. stop introducing you know, characters there's a, start killing them off more <laughs> there's a, a version of Game of Thrones the book that has I, can't, I don't know what it's called it's like the Masters Edition but before every chapter they draw a map they say who's involved in the chapter. They say whereabouts in Westeros they are. Very much help. Who the fuck they are, what's happened to them so far, and it gives you an update. But I think with, with Ghost in the Shell, the, I mean, is it is it a Western thing? Is it because the characters' names are Asian that we can't keep up? That might be. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. I find it really hard when I hear someone's name that isn't a typical name I heard before. It takes me a few goes to, yeah. to really remember it. I have to say it over and over again. Mike. 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 So I reckon that's probably why Game of Thrones isn't very popular in Japan. Mike. They can't keep up at all. Maybe, yeah. You're on. Who is you on? I promised myself I'm not going to do any stupid racist accents this episode. I'm trying so hard. Uh, <laughs> this Mancunian um, one you're pulling off is pretty impressive. I know. So one of the, the things about the casting of the film is Scarlett Johansson as Major. Yeah. What did you think of her? Um, I, before I'd seen the film... When I'd seen the trailers and I saw all the hoo-ha with the whitewashing and everyone was um, losing their mind over ScarJo being um, the main character, um, I didn't really think it was an issue. I thought it was a lot of um, noise, basically. Um, When you said we just watched the original one Mm. and she does actually look like the character, like the character, you wouldn't look at her and go... ScarJo. Yeah, that's that's a Japanese person. You just look at it and say actually Scarlett Johansson looks very similar to the character yeah and the whole point is that the character's a fucking machine she's a cyborg and, and she can take whatever form she likes I'm fairly sure in the, in the, in the mangas she often takes the form of other people she, because she's a fucking robot I think when they were talking about whitewashing to Scarlett Johansson in interviews she turned around and said once you see the film you'll understand why it's not whitewashing because the character doesn't actually have any identity. And the whole twist, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear the twist, even though you should know it by now, because the story's been around for well over 20 years, um, <laughs> is that uh, Major, the cyborg with the human brain, um, is actually... Motoko... Motoko. Nagi. Yeah, was a, like a, a runaway Japanese girl. Is that what she was, a runaway? Well, in the movie she was, yeah. I thought she was just stolen. It was taken. I don't know. Well, in that, in the new film, yeah, they called her a runaway. I don't know. I anyway, it's her it brain, out. and yeah. they give her false memories. So they give her this false background of like a parent's God. being killed by terrorists. That was bloody terrorists. That is again. Um, yeah. um, and it, it turns out not so. Why was I talking about that? Oh, um, because yeah. So being put in another body doesn't necessarily mean the new body it has to be. The same yeah. ethnicity, although is that technically like literal whitewashing? I think <laughs> that is that's that's you're quite right. Um, so before I'd seen the film, I thought um, this is nonsense. A lot of noise, people just getting on, on, just arguing for the for the sake of it. 
Mm. Um, after seeing the film, the film isn't smart enough. <laughs> to, it's really not to warrant. Um, it's having so... an, an, an American playing what could quite easily have been, and there are you know plenty of choices of of American of Asian American actresses that could have played that role. Yeah. Um, whether we we know them or not, it could have been it could have been a breakthrough role. It could have been the the pinnacle movie that says, "Look, there is a huge um, unsung bunch of." Uh, of American Asian actors that aren't being shown in, in movies, but no, they had to. Um, I think it's had to fall of... back on 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 getting that that big name star. They in wanted it. They needed it to do well in Western markets, really, didn't they? Hundred and something million this film cost. Hundred and ten million, I think. It was, no, it was in the early hundreds it cost to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a huge flop for for Paramount. Uh, I think if it hadn't had Scarlett Johansson in it, though, it probably would have flopped even more. Even bigger. Well, we don't know. Maybe, because, maybe well, the, the thing controversy is, led to its demise. But like, like we said, the storyline was just so shallow. What they ended up doing was they didn't take the original storyline from the original film. They fleshed it out by adding a villain from a different storyline in a different Ghost in the Shell film because it had subsequent. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So like, we just watched the original, and the, yeah, the yeah. villain in the original was the puppet master. Yeah. Whereas Kuza, yeah, is that his name? Kuza, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never know how to say properly. Kuza is the the villain in this one, and the big plot twist at the end is that Kuza was a runaway, just like Major, yeah, yeah, uh, Matoko, um, and they were mates, and the same thing happened to him. She wasn't actually the original cyborg. He was like number ninety eight on the list. Well, this is what I mean. It's weird because in the, in this new film, she's sort of advertised as this. One in a million super soldier, this this first of her kind, brilliant thing. A miracle. Yeah, yeah. And then in in the old one, she, there's you know these cyborgs have been around for ages. There's loads of them. Mm. Um, the new one sort of said technology. I don't know. It kind of focused too much on on the technology aspect of it. I guess in the old one, uh, the original ninety five version, technology is just there. Yeah. It's just a, a given. It's a film that's set in the future. And the, the the technology around them is is just you know happenstance. Whereas the new one sort of focuses on it a bit too much and makes it a bit too much of a focal point. It almost fetishizes it. I guess in the old one, in the original one, the the technology there was just like still way ahead of its time. Whereas now some of that technology just exists. Do you know what I mean? I say yeah. some of it, not all of it. It's not like we're all plugging ourselves. To the USB slots on the back of our head into the Matrix or anything like that. That's USB six. But we do have sex robots now, so we're really close. Pretty much. I would just like to make it clear that I do not have a sex robot. No, no. Um, Would you get one? No, I've I've no need for one, thankfully. (laughs) I I think if 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 my sex robot looked like um, Scarlett Johansson, maybe I would. Michael Pitt, who plays. uh, Yeah, what's he been in? He plays uh, the the main bad guy, Cruiser. Empire. See, I've not seen Boardwalk Empire. Mm. I've heard a lot of good things. Very, very good. And he's one of the best things about the first two series. I like his voice. In, Spoiler. In, in, uh, <laughs> I like his... <laughs> first two. Um, I like his. I like his, the, what they did with the voice in, his, in this film when he sang the like, Microsoft yeah, like Sam. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was good casting because uh, he's got kind of an androgynous look about him. He's got those luscious lady lips, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got those soft features. I think I fancy him. A little bit. I'm surprised, um, but that you know that just added to the idea that he's a he's a robot. 
Um, what about uh, Euron? See, you, you blew my mind with this before. I did not realise Batu, Mr. Five P.I.'s, <laughs> uh, was, was Euron Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. I thought he was the Russian dad from the TV series The O.A., which I doubt many people have seen. He's got a kind of square, masculine European head. Yeah. I don't have, I just You've have a... Those, no, actually. I have a round European head. It's just a cultivated mass over the years due to the gigantic gravitational pull of my head more than anything. What, um, this is very important, what shape head have I got? I've got a... Uh, <laughs> Can uh, I say I've potato? Got... It's kind of like... Sweet potato. Just yeah, well, no, like a sweet potato. Sweet potatoes are tapered, like you said, whereas a regular potato has that elongated shape that's round at the end. Yeah. Is so that I'm more potato than sweet you're potato. You're Mr. Potato Head. That is the nicest thing you ever, anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> I think. You've, got the You've even got the potato spot. eyes as well. <laughs> Those tiny, tiny little eyes. <laughs> oh, what you doing? Well, you'll be glad to know I've got an optician's appointment on Monday and I need to I need to get some glasses. Yeah. But before I know what glasses to get, I need to know what shape my... But I'll go in there saying... Oh, I need some glasses for a potato. You're gonna get, you're gonna get Ordinary. those glasses that like really, really magnify your eyes and make babies cry. <laughs> I'm just gonna get pieces of five P's. Five P eyes. Um, so, um, just in case anybody doesn't know what we mean by five P eyes, mean by five P eyes. There you go, Josh. Get your words out. Um, is Batu in the in the film ends up being involved in an explosion, loses his eyes, but then gets augmented with these cool technology eyes instead. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they look like he's just had some kind of weird five piece stuck Looks in his like eyes. when you were a kid and you used to put coins in your eyes. Yeah! Put your face up. Ah, oh, so much fun. I don't have any coins. Hold God damn you, contactless payment! Hold them there for a while. Uh. Um. So what, I mean, yeah, so after after seeing the, um, after seeing the film, I, I genuinely did think that the film was a culprit of whitewashing. Um, it was obvious that they just had a, there to, to sell tickets um, they Hollywooded the shit out they of it. Really they did. they, they really just dumbed it down. Exactly, dumbed it down, walled it down, made it all about the look, the visual appeal, the action sequences, which were really cool, to they be were, fair. They were cool, but at the same time, not enough to make me think it's a good film. <coughs> no, no. Well, it definitely wasn't a good film. The main redeeming factor for me was just the cinematography and the CGI, because from start to finish, it just looked fucking beautiful. I did think some of the there was some fight scenes when the, the one in the water where he, he, she's in the stealth and he's being flung about. I thought it was a bit too. It was so obvious that the, the actor was on a rope and being flung yeah. about. That sort of it's like down. fat bastard in Goldmember <laughs> when he yeah. does the flips over the sunrise yeah, and his, almost, his rope bent breaks at the end. It was almost as amateurish as that, yeah, <laughs> um, which was quite jarring. But then I suppose they're trying to keep with the with the with the anime, which I suppose did it have it in it. But I, I mean, you can link that to the fact that it's a, you know, it's a drawing. Yeah. And that's why it looks a bit more like he's suspended, he's away from gravity more than when he was in the, the new one. It was, it was weird because obviously they tried to base it a lot on the original, and and in that sense, shot for shot, in some scenes it was exactly the same, which is kind of cool. It's an homage, isn't it? It's, it's an yeah. homage, and then just kind of insulted it in some ways it was yeah. like it was a it was a, an homage with good intentions it's almost like Executed we acknowledge that this original film is awesome yeah. let's come in and fuck this shit up they did some weird things there's not one scene where there's um, there's an alleyway and the camera's looking up over this sky and a plane goes across the skyline 
so you see the plane just go from one side of the building to the other mm. um, and they included that scene in the film and I thought the only, I mean the only reason they've included that is for the fanboys of the, of the yeah, of them in the in the old film at the end the guy the, the bad guy the puppet master says the copy is only a copy and is if, if one virus gets in then it can uh, strip the whole thing down they should have just made a copy that's the problem though is that um, when when there's two different sexes in a species male and female the the evolutionary advantage is that you end up mixing your genetics up so you get diversity right. that makes your species strong because if a virus gets in if everybody's the same if everybody's an exact copy yeah, the virus yeah, affects yeah. one copy affects all of them but with genetic diversity it, it doesn't you're less likely to get wiped out by a cold or something I got bang that. biology degree the only time <laughs> I've ever fucking used it since I graduated I got that advice uh, when I went to Australia I was checking into a uh, don't have sex for yourself I know it was almost almost as, as graphic as that I was checking into a hostel in Sydney and this uh, blonde receptionist was uh, I thought at the time because I was arrogant and and I was you know living the dream I was, I was travelling around I thought she was flirting with me um, turns out uh, she's just a racist bitch. <laughs> uh, so she, after I checked in and handed over my money, um, she just in a not particularly hushed tone just says, "So uh, now that uh, you've checked in, do you know how you can get rid of your affliction <laughs> and don't don't pass your affliction onto your kids?" And I just sort of paused a minute, took a beat, a dramatic pause, right. looked up at her, said, "And this is the f- I don't I don't swear very often. I could do it more often if I liked." Do but I said, do it. what fucking affliction? <laughs> Knowing fully well she either meant eyes or hair. <laughs> it turned out in this case she meant hair. Yeah. She said, oh, you know, you're ginger, you're red hair. If you don't want that to passing on to your kids, you know what you got to do? And I just, you know, humoured her. Do you know what her, um, her recommendation was? Adopt. Fucking Asian. <laughs> she said it just like that. Oh. Fuck an Asian. Did she call you a ranger? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, for a ranger town. Yeah. Been called a runner in London, actually. A ranger, uh, a runner. I was going to say, no, a ranger. A cyclist was coming towards me. I was about to cross, and he said, "I'm coming, ranger." Oh, that was actually quite. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite terrifying, actually. <laughs> a gigantic Australian man was about to. Was it clapping by any chance? No, it was no. just outside work. My blood. Oh, the bloody! I thought some Australian guy was about to come on me while cycling <laughs> his bike past. Speaking of which, you I'm know that coming, that bit in. Um, in Ghost in the Shell, obviously the film we're talking about. Oh yeah. Um, where they, they go into that weird back house that looks like the sort of place where people would make and chop up drugs and stuff. But it turns out it's just loads of people attached to one network. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Did that not look like a gigantic albino jerk circle? <laughs> it's nothing. Uh I mean I haven't got any any images in my head to draw from, but yes, if I yeah. were to if I were to imagine uh, an albino jerk circle, it would look like that. Just live in the dream. Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the idea is that the, the main bad guy, Kuza, was using his own network and the network was built up of actual humans all connected to one network and he was just passing information through them. Mm. I really like that scene that was in the original as well where he takes over the, the mind and body of some garbage truck, um, garbage person. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, look at my daughter, this beautiful picture of my daughter. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And uh, after they interrogate him, after he goes off on one and starts shooting everybody left, right and centre... Um, turns out he never had a daughter and the picture he was showing everybody was just a picture of himself <laughs> yeah it's the copy thing all over again yeah it is like look at her isn't she beautiful yeah she's got a lovely beard yeah. she's got a great big 
penis. And she got big hands like your Uncle George. Like your Uncle Alan. Yeah. Okay, so do you think ScarJo's uh, casting in this was more or less offensive than Matt Damon in The Great War? <laughs> it is the year of whitewashing for Hollywood, isn't it? Thankfully, I've never watched The, the Great War, and I don't plan to ever no, watch The Great War because it looked fucking shit. It was one on the Bobadum scale from the trailer. A man... I say a man. A man boy that I know uh, on Facebook declared that it was a great film. I do not respect this man. <laughs> and so now I will never see that film because... Should he say his name on the podcast? It was McLeod Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was a great film. And I just thought... McLeod. I thought, nah. <sighs> Mate. I've lost all respect for you, really. Okay. Oh, do you? I've not seen it, so I guess I shouldn't judge beforehand, okay. but... I can't have, help it. That's have just you terrible. seen the 19... I'm going to guess 56 film, The Conqueror? No. Um, it stars John Wayne. Do you know what John Wayne looks like? Um, he's the cowboy guy. He's got really bandy legs. Walks like he's got rickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, My name's John Wayne Pilgrims. Is that the guy? Yeah, yeah. He was cast as Genghis Khan. Right, okay. So that's pretty... I mean, that's going back a bit. So Hollywood's been up to it for... It's been doing it for years, all the way back then. And then you've got Mickey Rooney as well in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. He played the Japanese landlord. No Can't way. Can't remember his name. He's got a white guy. We, should, we could do an entire podcast about whitewashing. The worst one was, do you remember, what's that film, Johnny Five? Short Circuit with Johnny Five. Johnny Five, yeah. The Indian guy in that. I, I don't, I've never actually seen the film, but I know of it. to see it. There's an Indian guy in it who for years yeah. I thought was Indian. Why is he? Just some white guy from fucking middle of America. He's just really tight. They just they blacked him up. They blacked him up. Fuck off. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's my childhood ruined. <laughs> Why couldn't they just have hired somebody? Um, we should do. We could do an entire episode on it. Maybe the top ten whitewashed films in Hollywood. It's almost kind of promoting the problem, though, isn't it? Maybe no, I think it needs that. to be addressed, and I don't think I don't. I think it's actually quite good the uh, controversies that surrounded this film because maybe it will bring it to light, and maybe Hollywood will yeah. see that this film was it was battered by by um, controversy, and that's a good thing. Maybe they'll fucking you know. I feel like with this script, people are getting bored. If they didn't have Scarlett Johansson, it wouldn't have been worse. However, if they had a better script and did a better job of it. Yeah. They didn't have Scarlett Johansson. This film would have been an absolute cult classic. It was just fucking, like the original. It was a lazy film. Okay, um, tell me one thing you loved about it, and one thing you hated about it, and then give us your pop it on rating. Uh, so one thing I loved about it was um, I don't actually I don't know I don't know. You don't. Um, it was very pretty, impressive CGI. I that's think that's probably my thing. my plus as um, well. It's just it was superficially brilliant. It, yeah, yeah, it is like a one night stand, really. Mind you, not every one night stand is, uh, is is very good looking, is it? So I can't. Um, I it's can't. like a really vacuous anus. Good looking? No, not the penis. <laughs> it's like a really good looking man or woman who has absolutely nothing about them. Pretty. Fun to be with for a while, but you ain't gonna love it long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely lost all subtlety that the originally that the original had. Um, I say it had good intentions, mm-hmm. but um, none of the grandeur from from the original. There's too much hand holding. We just watched the old one, and and you know, nothing. There was nothing. I mean, towards the end, there was a bit of talking where nothing really much was happening, and they were talking through the plot, but it was more. 
I mean... I know who I am. I yeah, have an identity. Yeah. There you go. This, <laughs> I think this film, the the 2017 one, is is a basic bitch of a film. <laughs> it's just the most archetypal storyline of uh, step one, character loses their memory. Mm. Step two, they, they bump into the... Um, the bad guy and the bad guy tells them that they've lost their memory and that they the company that they work for is is, is leading them astray or just just check they plant a seed into the into the it feels a bit like protagonist Scarlett Johansson is Luke Skywalker yeah. and Kuzo is Darth Vader yeah. and we've said several times before but not in this podcast that Kuzo looks a lot like Anakin Skywalker in oh, that yeah. film. I hate you <laughs> I hate you yeah. you underestimate my power I think everything I relate to Star Wars though it's yeah, the classic yeah. story, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what would you give the pop of them rating? Um, five. It's not out of 13, is it? Ten no, is it? Yeah, ten. we're not doing stupid. Five. five out of ten, really? Okay. I'll give is it that s- higher or thought, lower than that? Well, to me, like an average film that I would go, yeah, it's, it's worth a watch, is probably like um, a six or a seven, maybe six Fuck and a half. Off. That's just my scale, though. so high. We've got a weird scale. I thought well, I'd yeah, just, with a five. I have a excellent taste in movies and demand quality that's all it is I just think this movie was too similar to the Bourne series yeah. the guy loses his memory oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also Robocop oh yeah um, <laughs> how did I not think of that uh, ridiculous so uh, you're giving it like a, a middle of the road average five I'm only giving it a five because I just quite like the world that it's set in mm. I've been a big fan of the original uh, I say big fan I've not, I've not I've watched it a few times and I liked it uh, so it was quite nice watching it back and seeing all the little homages to it and the little um, cues. I don't think that Scarlett Johansson did a bad job. I thought she was quite good in it. There were some moments where you're a bit like, oh, this is a bit, bit cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, again, that's the script's fault. There's a bit where she just walks into her mum's house. Mum makes tea. The tea gets made. She walks out. Yeah. She's like, fucking stay for the tea. You remind me of my daughter. Why? Uh, because of the way you look at me. What, your daughter watched... looked at you constantly confused all the time. Yeah, yeah. She just walks out and heads off to the final boss. Yeah. And it's just this, this basic... The cyborgs even drink tea. Fuck off, Hollywood. That's really, cyborgs really even poo. Do they eat? Or do they just recharge? Yeah, they drink. They've got those chemicals that break down alcohol really quickly. Oh, yeah. I thought that was enhanced humans. The opposite. The opposite of you. (laughs) Okay, so you'd give it a six. I I would give it a six out of ten. Purely because the thing that redeemed it was just how well it was shot and how good looking it was. Uh, Do you know what else the director did? What? Other films. He did Snow White and the Huntsman. That explains a lot. Who gave him this? Do you know, I think the, the film should have really been directed by a Japanese person and... A I mean, Japanese. You're opening up cast. a box there. I am. Pandora's box has just been opened. Um, the liberal Pandora's box. It could quite easily have. have yes. I don't. I think if yes, it had done that and it had been maybe financed by a Japanese movie company or another East Asian Europe movie company, it wouldn't have had the same white, um, Hollywood problems that it would have had by why, being done by. Why? I don't understand why we need to have films that are. Why? Why do? Why would? Couldn't it have be done like that? There's no real reason why we couldn't have an, uh, a film that's a live-action Japanese version. That'd been absolutely fine. Like, probably would have been brilliant. Well, they're doing the same thing with Death Wish now, aren't they? Oh, Death Note, Death yeah, Wish, Death Note, Death Note. That's the one. Yeah. Is it the finances? Is it purely because there's so much money in Hollywood that they could throw a hundred million pounds at a, at 
a remake. Well, there's nothing new under the sun these days because they just keep taking old stories and rehashing them. So I think Hollywood now is looking further afield to try and find stories that we've not necessarily seen before. What's the point when they're just going to turn them into the born supremacy anyway? Yeah, it's like like Old Boy we talked about last oh, week. They just no. completely remade that film shot for shot because they thought, well, not everybody in the West has seen that film, but everybody who's seen the original loves it. So, have you seen Josh Brolin for? As Cable for Deadpool. I have seen Josh Brolin. He is hench. He's he a bit must, like. Um, did you see the guy who plays Jim Gordon in the Batman Superman film? Uh, or was he not actually in that film? I think he's in. Yeah, he's the in guy who's in Whiplash. Name. What's his name? Plays J. Jonah Jameson. I do know his name. Anyway, his name. he is massive. Yeah, and he's old as well. But he it got must massive. be steroids. Apparently, you just get to a certain age and you can't tack on mass anymore. Really? It's just head and balls. That's all that gets. <laughs> that's all that gets heavier. Well, apparently, you only build mass when you sleep, and I guess the older you get, the more you sleep. So maybe the more chance you got to get hench. Is that true? You need to sleep more. Biology degree, probably all wrong, but never mind. <laughs> um, anyway, so six out of ten poppadoms, you give it five out of ten poppadoms. Cool. Yeah. Let's go on the show. If you want to watch it and you're a fan of the original animes, I'd say give it a watch. It's worth a try. If you're not, I'd probably. Just give it a miss unless you're into mindless Hollywood. I, I'd say it's worth the watch, just so that you know never to watch it again. <laughs> Let's end the show with my awesome game that you don't know about yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I love these fucking games. It's all about the games. Um, <laughs> what <are> you playing? <laughs> this game is called Ghost in Michelle. Excellent. Okay. The punnery level. It's not the pun one, but it, it is a pun in itself. So... Um, I'm going to tell you a movie, and it will feature a famous actress mm-hmm. called Michelle something, mm-hmm. and you oh. have to think about the famous Michelle in that movie. Okay. Okay. I, can, I already know what the first one's going to be. Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And for an extra point, who did she play? Uh, Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Oh, you can't get three points for that. I'm just giving you two. Bell end. <laughs> so well done. Two points. Okay. Um, the second one I would have found difficult. Um, have you seen Manchester by the Sea? Oh, Michelle Mahonigan. No. Is that her name? Nope. I have seen it. It's not Michelle Mahonigan. Uh, Venus and Serena Williams. There you go. Michelle You're not getting the point for that because no, I have to help you. That's poor. I actually can't even put a face to it. Fast and the Furious. I've never seen any of those films. What? No, I think I've seen the first one. The first one's excellent. We talked about this last week. Did we? Yeah, and the seventh one's got a submarine in it or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that one was Michelle Rod- oh, Rodriguez. Yeah, oh, yeah. I said yeah, she, she was also in um, Resident Evil. Oh yeah, she, she is yeah. apparently going out with. Oh, let me get this right. Cara Delevingne. Uh, that's what I. I don't know if they're still going out, but I did um, read about that. Yeah. yeah, that's quite an age gap. Is it? I don't yeah. know how old they are. Cara's like. 13, 14. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Um, do, you, do you know what the name of the character was in Fast and the Furious? I don't see it, considering you've all seen the first one. Letty. That was my Vin Diesel. Lenny. Maybe it was Lenny. I've, I've got Letty when I researched oh, it before. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you, can, you can tell me anything um, about the Furious films. I'll, I'll her be. name was Cassandra. Um, <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible 3. Oh, is this the one I said before? Yeah. Michelle McGonaghan. <laughs> Michelle Monaghan. Monaghan, that's it's it. It's an Irish name, I think. Michelle Monaghan, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know the name of the character in that one, so you can't get a point for that anyway, but I'll give you the point, so you're on three points. Um, Eurotrip. Is he in Eurotrip? Michelle, yeah. He's in the sort of era that um, American Pie came out. Oh, I have seen it, because... 
but not in a long time. It's going to be a porn star or something. No, no, no. There's a huge clue. She was also in Buffy. TV show. Michelle Trackenberg. Oh, well done. Trackenberg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the one. My knowledge of Michelle's is, it, although I've only got two out of four right, it's still two better you, than You're I on four points out of a total of, what, two, four, six, eight, ten? So, pretty shit, but well done. Ten? Um, something like that, yeah. Did you get two for eight? I don't know, I can't do maths. Anyway, last one. I ran out of famous, like, Hollywood Michelle's. So the last one is in Coronation Street. What are you doing to me, man? You're what? embarrassing me in front of the world. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch Coronation Street, oh, but you right, must okay. know the famous Michelle is, innit? Michelle McManus. Michelle Keegan. Oh, is she the, the pretty one who's married to one some footballer? No, I think she's married to one of the guys from the Only Ways Essex. This who has somehow a, become a TV presenter. This is a having, world that I don't want to He's know. become a TV personality despite the fact he's got no fucking personality. How does that work? Okay, so... Yeah. Overall roundup of the film. Meh. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't care for it. Yeah, just good looking. I'm more interested in next week's quiz than I am that film. <laughs> it's because my quiz is so far. What was been, my score? Um, no one really cares, do they? <laughs> like five ish? Five ish <laughs> out of 20 ish. Yeah. I would take our, that. Our, our scoring systems don't tend to be very accurate. That's, that's higher than any exam score I got at school. It's kind of like a C minus. Okay. Anyway, I think we should sign off. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we do actually have our Facebook and other social media platforms up and running. So if you want to find us, please like and follow us and even rate us, even because that's a lot of fun. Facebook.com forward slash movie nosh with Mike and Josh. We also have a Twitter at movie nosh and we also have an Instagram at movie nosh. It's the same thing, it's really easy to find. At movie nosh. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this, we're currently on SoundCloud and iTunes, maybe even more platforms after this week, who knows? If you liked what you've heard this week, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a comment. It helps other people find the podcast, as I've found out. Uh, thanks again for listening this week. Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mike. <laughs> Such a fucking dad joke. <laughs>